Hello, Wine Cook Nation. This is Ray DeLucci with the Wine Cook Thoughts Podcast. On this episode, I get to speak with Beto. He is the founder, the uh, co-founder of Humans of the Kitchen, uh, an Instagram account that showcases the true real-life cooks in our industry. Uh, it's something that started a little bit after I started Wine Cook Thoughts. I remember seeing it and was just like blown away by the quality of photos that have been taken and all the work that goes into that's uh, de- dedicated to just researching and knowing these cooks uh, in the area in which he takes photographs of them. And I just think it's super cool that what he's doing. He's really highlighting uh, people in a way that's really beautiful. The photos are breathtaking. They're really well done. They have this just nice quality to them that I think is that was really lacking on Instagram. Uh, so we talk a little bit about why he got that started. Uh, he's someone who I hope to have on the podcast more and more as we hope to collab and do things together. But I just wanted to get him on to an introduction podcast, and I just wanted to talk to him about how it all started and why it's important what he's doing. So I hope you all enjoy, and thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, Beto, it's Ray. Uh, welcome to the Line Cook Thoughts podcast. Hey, what's up, Ray? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Everything, everything good. Uh, if you just want to start out by uh, introducing yourself and telling the audience a little bit about who you are. Yeah, well, I'm Beto Ortiz, one of the founders of Humans of the Kitchen, um, a project that showcases uh, all the people behind in the back of the house, uh, from the dishwashers to the line cooks, the prep cooks, and everybody that makes all of these, you know, things possible. And yeah, that's, that's the project about. And uh, we've been doing photography and taking portraits of every person of the kitchen and getting like a little short story about about how they got into the kitchen, what they think is is unique about this industry. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of it. Awesome. And uh, so where are you from originally? I'm from Colombia. You're from Colombia. Here in Miami for already nine years. Been in Miami for nine years. Great. And um, how is it? How's the food in Colombia? Great, man. It's, it's really good. It's, I mean, it doesn't have like, it's not like Peruvian food or, you know, Mexican that they have like hundreds of ingredients and recipes, but we are evolving. Uh, there's... There's new chefs trying to bring the the, the Colombian cuisine, uh, you know, to the level. And actually, some of the last meetings of uh, the fifty best fifty best Latam have been in Bogota, in the capital of Colombia. So okay. there, are, there are a lot of of really good, you know, uh, Latin American chefs and chefs from all around the world opening restaurants there. Uh, so it's interesting. Okay, that's awesome to hear. And like, what are some of your, I guess, favorite dishes uh, from Colombia, like growing up and whatnot? Well, in in Bogota, so it, of course it all depends. Bogota is cold, so there's the ajiaco, uh, you know, like it's like more like a soup, but it's, it's, it's like a starchy soup, so it's made with potatoes and it's, it's really good. You know, we have uh, all types, different types of arepas, empanadas, uh, we have in the bandeja paisa, you know, it's like mostly, you know, uh, pork belly and and rice and beans uh, mm-hmm. with avocado. So it's like, it's pretty simple. 
a pretty pretty i can say like pretty it's like comfort food like really good simple ingredients but you know good ingredients good quality and yeah there's a lot of things going on also in the caribe there's i don't know much to be sincere about the cuisine of colombia because i came mm -hmm. here you know a, when i was 18 i didn't travel much i wish to go back there and get to know more a, what's going on in the country like and travel a little bit to know more of the all the dishes that are that are there that i'm sure there are more interesting things going on over there okay so then what's uh food like in miami a, it's pretty it's pretty it's growing it's pretty interesting since since I came here, I seen a really interesting growth, a lot of different cultures. Uh, it's, it's basically a new city uh, where, where, where I'm happy to be here because nothing is 100% defined, you know? Uh, there's a gastronomy that is evolving, but when you ask people, what is Miami? What food defines Miami? It's hard to tell, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so we are we are like evolving as a as a as a as a place and a lot of cool chefs and good restaurants are coming to open uh it's nice to be in florida we always have you know good uh, local uh, produce and you know and fruits and all all year round so that's also a great place to to be uh, but yeah, it's pretty interesting what is going on right now in Miami with all the all the gastronomy, all the cultures that are mixing up. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's it's kind of right now in terms of defining what is what is a Miami cuisine. You know. Okay, yeah, that's cool to hear. Um, and so, how did I guess how did you get into cooking? I got into cooking because you know when I came here. I mean, I always enjoy cooking we, in Colombia, Latin America. Uh, Sundays are, it's about all cooking with your family together, you know, creating a meal together uh, from breakfast to lunch, you know, and, and I always enjoy to be in the kitchen and, you know, with, with, with my grandmothers, you know, also in the farm, we used to have a farm in Colombia, that uh, it was like a, a natural reserve. So we care a lot about the animals also you know, about, about all the food that we, all the produce that we grow there. So I had like a really great connection with that, with that world. And when I came to Miami, I was completely kind of disconnected of, of, of my culture, you know, and I was living by myself. So the only way to, and I, at that time when you're a student, you don't have a lot of money. So I started cooking for myself, for my girlfriend, for my friends. And, and, you know, cooking what I was actually missing. I started calling my mother, my grandfather to get to know, you know, about the recipes they used to, they used to cook in these, you know, important dates. And that's how I started to cook. And in that time, I was like going to study like business administration and something like that. And, you know, I started enjoying cooking. So I changed my career completely and start with, with the culinary industry. Okay, that's cool to hear. So you had that exposure to like farming at a young age. Um, how, like when you were farming, like what what did you enjoy about it the most? I enjoy like, when you got the word. 
Well, you know, we have, I, I enjoy a lot that, you know, I, I used to go with my father and he, he was my stepfather, but he made me uh, work with their employees, you know, and for example, for a summer job, he told me like, you know, you want to get paid, work like a farmer and, you know, I will pay you. And I, we start getting out, you know, the vegetables, the fruits and harvesting them and, you know, with the tractor and all that stuff. And then, you know, seeing that result and go back to the house and cook with your grandmother and do like a spicy sauce or, or a special, uh, I don't know, a special, a special dish with that. It was like really interesting to see the process from the beginning to the end. And then, you know, enjoy it with your family. Mm-hmm. And also in the farm, we also had cows and all that stuff. So we used to, in Colombia, in that area, we do a lot of bill. So it was also part of the tradition to go and, and, and go for a, take one of the best bills that, that was over there and, you know, like do the whole process. And then we used to uh, catch it, then cook, then, you know, debone it, then, you know, put it in a in fire, cook it for hours, and you know, around that, it was like a like a special moment for everybody, where not any piece of meat was going to waste, and you know, seeing that process and then enjoying that afternoon, it, I think those are the 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 times that I most enjoy, you know, in my life. It's awesome to hear. Yeah, I got to do the same experience last summer. Uh, I got to live out in California and kind of farm and see how different things were uh, produced and whatnot and it was just really cool to have that experience of seeing the whole process you know you don't uh you don't get to see that a lot um sometimes as a cook especially if you live in a big city uh so getting and i think for you like having that experience i'm sure has helped you like coming along being a chef right now so uh, i think that's really cool that you had that experience yeah exactly no that's that's great and as you said it's, it's difficult when you're in big cities you you don't get that connection and and you know it's you got caught in time into working all the city things and you you don't see that so that's that's pretty i feel blessed to have that 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 opportunity in my life hmm, that's good to hear and so how was it moving to like moving to miami was it challenging was did you find it difficult like what uh what was that experience like it was challenging uh you know mostly if you come you know from and but at the same time you know you come from a city that is colombia that has a lot of positive things but at the same time you know in, in terms of of working and opportunities uh is not is not the same so i i really enjoy coming here and at the beginning start working at 18 making my own money that normally doesn't happen in colombia there's people that still live with their parents at 27 years old and it, you know like that independent like style of life and you know like that 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 entrepreneur i think that was the thing that really put me in, into being entrepreneur uh, and working for my own dreams and and see that there's an opportunity for everybody here so it was challenging at the beginning but it was like it really opened my mind that's good to hear and uh I mean, was it challenging to start working in the, in kitchens in America, or like, what, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, it was it was it was kind of challenging uh, at the beginning. Well, I started in a like 
before even starting cooking, I start like in a in a bar frying, you know, wings and and, and French fries. I remember that was like kind of my first job uh, in the in the restaurant, and then I start kind of moving moving up a little bit when I was already almost to graduate. I started working in a in a more fine dining Italian restaurant. And over there, mm-hmm. everybody speak, speak Italian. So I had to learn all my, I just had <laughs> to learn everything in English that it was kind of difficult from Spanish to, to English. And then going to a restaurant to, that the chef was asking me things in Italian and I had to figure it out. It was kind of in, funny, you know, but also yeah. I, I loved that thing because, you know, it was like a, at the end of the time, like, a lot of people say it's, it's between a kitchen communication. You don't need to know the language or, you know, speak the exact language, but you start understanding what the people needs and the chef needs. So it was yeah. a pretty funny uh, process. Yeah, it's really cool. That you, um, it's cool. It seems like that you have these experiences and you're able to, like, you know, go ahead and just do all this um and be able to just adapt to this new situation and whatnot. I don't know. I think it's honorable. And I think it's really cool that you're able to do that. Yeah. And also, I, I guess I haven't been in a kitchen in, in Colombia, you know. Mm-hmm. But in the kitchens in the United States, you find too many, too many different stories and people from every place of the world that you couldn't never imagine that you were going to work side by side with that person, you know. So, yeah. Like just having the the opportunity of 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 get to know other people, of seeing uh, what other people have done, or or the you know their process to be there right now and work with them daily is is like a really really uh, interesting part of 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 being in United States, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I understand. I mean, there's so many times I've been working in kitchens and there's just people from all these different areas and regions of the world that I never would have thought I'd, I never thought I'd meet someone from that region or that area. Or I'd never think I'd be working with them um, in a kitchen. But like, it's just crazy how much exposed you get to the outside world while working in kitchens. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because- and like, you just, like you said, you hear so many different stories and you know, I, you, I'm like, that's what inspired you to do Humans in the Kitchen. That's what inspired me to do Line Cook Thoughts. It's just the stories and like knowing that there's more than just a prep cook. Like that prep cook has a story, a background, a whole lifestyle, a whole like lifetime of experiences that they can draw upon and tell you about. And, you know, why, why not tell those stories? And I think what your page does is really cool. You have this beautiful photography that you take of these kitchen workers and you give them like a whole like biography on your page. Um, whereas me, I'm more focused on like, you know, the, the quotes from these people, you give the, the whole story of the cook. And I think that's something really, um, really impressive. And I think it's really engaging for a lot of food industry people. Yeah. I, I, I love what is, what has been happening. And, you know, like at the beginning, I, I wasn't sure how to start or how to do it, but I had this idea for so long and, and at the end of the time, I say like to everybody is just going out there, eh, make it, don't think it twice, you know, like, because the, the only time that you can get out things is consistency. And and I, I started going, trying to go every Friday to these kitchens and taking pictures and do it and, and see how was the response of everybody at the beginning. Uh, I was 
I was super afraid because when I got inside the kitchen, I didn't know if if I could interview them, if they were going to be responsive. And I was not also, I'm not a journalist. I'm not a person that interviews people normally. The yeah. good thing is that, you know, I speak Spanish and English. So a lot of cooks are immigrants. So, and I speak from, uh, because I've been also in that position and it's kind of easy to start breaking the ice with them. But, but yeah, it's, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't easy at the beginning. And then I just, until now, after four months, I just see like every time I go to a kitchen, uh, I just see they want to talk with me. They want to tell me more things. Sometimes even we don't have enough time that they can, they want to tell me more of things of their stories. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's really interesting to see, a, you know, the amount of people that is, that is proud of what they're doing in this industry. And, and that feel good after 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 my session because I think it's kind of like a like you're in the work and you work for two years the same night same Saturday night it's almost it's not almost the same I mean but when someone comes like me with my other partner that is that is the professional photographer I'm a I'm a photographer as a hobby so we are two photographers the other partner is called Julian Buitrago and he's the one uh, I wanted, you know, I, I, we talk about and, and he's, he's a really good photographer. So, so some of the, our photos are some of him and some of me. Uh, and, you know, like when we start going there, it was, it was, it was pretty tight. It was a busy night. We go on busy nights. So at the beginning we thought it, w- it was not going to be a good idea, but every day it starts to, to make more sense, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, like I said, I think it's cool what you're doing. And I guess, how, what 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 made you even think? Like, what was the first like initial experience or thought that made you want to start doing Humans of the Kitchen? So they they were kind of. I think they were like kind of two things. Well, one of them, um, for sure, was 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 one of our inspirations was Anthony. Uh, he was always, you know, I've been always a follower, reading his books. And, you know, like since the beginning, he was always telling stories of the kitchen, giving them uh, the respect that they deserve. Uh, and, you know, seeing how he was telling these stories uh, really motivated me because, you know, and also being in the industry, I knew a lot of people that if I tell the story of someone, you know, he, it, it could give, it could, it could teach a lot, you know, or show a lot of to the people. So that was one of kind of our like the first thought or first inspiration of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second one is um, we also I also work closely with a culinary school here in Miami, and and these students are young, you know, and some of them, uh, you know, some of them they they they. They don't even know what's going on. They graduate and, 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 you know, it's a long process to be a chef and be recognized. Mm. Uh, and, you know, like we start thinking, I start thinking that, that during the process or mm. your process of being a chef or your process of getting into that, into that world, you should have some motivation, you know, to, uh, maybe a little bit of, of motivation of someone recognizing your job. 
And I'm sure they recognize you, your job in a daily. Your chef will tell you and you will, you know, uh, scale up in your job. But I, I thought it was also good for people that is trying to, not only students, but also, you know, line cooks that been, maybe didn't stu- they didn't study culinary, but they've been 15 years in the industry. And, you know, they are the best line cooks you can find, but nobody talks about them, you know? And, and it's, you know, without them, without these people in the industry that keeps pursuing uh, their, their, their dreams, keeps keeping their job and stay in the same restaurant for years or, these students that they want to give, want to want to study culinary. Uh, I think it was kind of a good way to, to you know, to give them some. How can I say that? Some motivation, yeah. Some motivation, some some things to look forward, and that was kind of some of the two things that really, really got us into start doing this. Okay. Yeah. Def- I mean. You're totally correct. Like everyone, especially when you work in an industry like the food industry and you work hard and you put your time in and you sacrifice a lot, like people want their stories to be told. They want to be recognized. They want to feel as if they've, you know, they've done something that's worth noting. Uh, And I think anyone who works in this industry is is doing something worth noting. And, you know, you said there's so many cooks who are great cooks who are probably some of the best cooks in the world that don't get talked about. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's what inspires me. Like I said, I know it's what inspires you. So, like, so from like, so once you had that idea, like, and you said you started going into kitchens, what um, it, what started to click for you in terms of like getting the Instagram going and whatnot? When did you start to notice it was something that people would really enjoy? Yeah, um, I start I start like seeing that they start enjoying it. I mean, the first the first thing is all, always the chef, right? And mm-hmm. when speaking with all these chefs of of the industry they love the idea you know like because they know the the team is important you know maybe the pr company that is going to talk about the restaurant is the one that cares about you know like of course it's going to always show the picture of the chef you know and 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 even 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 some customers they don't want to listen that the food was prepared by the sous chef or you know a line cook instead of the chef mm-hmm. they don't want to listen to that so i understand that as, as in terms of of pr or some of that uh, or the you know the chef is the face of it but when i start speaking with the chefs about the idea they they really really love the idea you know they really wanted to showcase their team uh, and I really started enjoying this because, you know, like I found that they were super excited uh, about about showing their team, uh, the humans behind uh, all the success that they have. And, you know, because at the end of the time in the kitchen, you know, it's, it's like a, we always want them, always you, you, all the stories I have listened, people just want to teach you to be better, you know? There's mm-hmm. not, there's not like a, a, a a bad intention of this industry and even in between chefs they support each other and you know this is this is like something great that I start I start seeing and in kind of a way when I start going and take pictures and all that stuff I start feeling part of more the industry and understanding what was really happening inside you know Miami and what is going on the chefs that are happening and for me as a 
you know, as a person that studied culinary, that maybe I, I, I wasn't, you know, I'm, I still young, I'm 27. I didn't, I didn't reach out to the position of chef. I reached out to the position as a sous chef. So, so, chef. so uh, for me being next to these awesome chefs, uh, learning from them, hearing the stories about each cook, uh, it's, you know, it's like kind of my dream. It's like a awesome opportunity uh, to still be connected with the industry, you know, without being working exactly in the kitchen. Uh, but, you know, like being there and understanding what's happening. Uh, so for me, that's that's one of when it makes the click, you know, was when I was inside that kitchen and and I was interviewing those persons. I, I really realized I wanted to do this kind of, you know, for all my life as a travel the world, take pictures in different kitchens, uh, get different stories and... You know, I'm starting in Miami because it's the place where I am, but I really see myself in another city or traveling to another place to to get more stories. So you want you want to expand? You want to go out and do and see other places? Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And even even I'm talking people from. There was a guy I don't remember from Australia, a photographer. He contacted me and he told me uh, that he wanted to 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 work with me and do something like that. So I've been thinking and probably if, if there's a person that I really connect and they, they understand what we're doing and photographers that they want to showcase, they, they send, send us some great content from, I don't know, other places of the world and with some stories, uh, for me, that would be great, you know? Yeah, that would be, that would be amazing. Um, yeah. I think it would be so cool if you were able to travel and do this as something that uh, is able to support cooks in the industry. And, you know, like I said, this is why I'm having you on the show. I want to spread the word and spread the message about it. Um, but you've grown pretty fast. I mean, you started this after I started Lanka Clots, and you've already surpassed me in followers. And um, I've just noticed more and more that you have a lot of great engagement on your Instagram, and you have, like, a lot of uh, – you get a lot of likes on all of your posts, and you're, like, just doing really well in terms of social media accounts and whatnot. Uh, like – what like for like you like for someone maybe who wants to like start doing stuff on food media like what is your advice for people who want to start something that is geared towards a certain like part of the food industry and they want to get into like the social media aspect of it yeah well that's that's something that i i, I really got when i in my last job of the of a, of a kitchen that was like uh i started like you know, posting the pictures of the restaurant for brunch and posting all that stuff. And I started getting into the social media thing like five years ago, uh, five, six years ago. And I start like, when I start promoting my own dishes in this restaurant and everything, I saw that there was a, you know, there was a, a good window uh, for the restaurants, for the for the food industry to, to be out there. And, you know, that's, that's how kind of I have a little bit of expertise in social media. I've managed. Uh, I still sometimes, you know, cook, building up a restaurant and concepts and ideas. But uh, since five, four years ago, uh, I have focused more on the, on the, you know, consulting, social media, marketing side of the business. And what I can tell people is 
one of the best things is 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 be sincere with your audience um and and give try to give value every day to your audience instagram is not just a place to post if you really don't engage with the people that is following you like for example i tell a lot of these to people you have 2000 followers mm-hmm. why do you want more followers if you are not really engaging with these 2000 yeah. you know so so i think this is the basic thing like uh follow real people uh, people that is in that that you have to spend your time on it and it's not anymore like grow an account of you know like before instagram has a bunch had, had a bunch of bots and things where you can grow your instagram to 100 million you know like and at the end of the time when i see a bunch of these influencers they live in the united states but the 70 percent of all the followers are i don't know in brazil in japan so yeah. at the end of the time you have followers but uh, you know like people has been defining things and giving value of how many followers you have and and it's important of course but but not engaging with your audience is i think is the most important thing and you know being sincere with your post you know uh, create a, a communication that that is interesting always keep looking to into trends because Instagram, Facebook, they're always changing. And if you don't keep learning as the kitchen, you know, as chefs, also if you don't keep learning new skills, keep learning new, you know, stuff, you you will you will stay, you know, stale. It's not gonna it's not gonna grow. It's just gonna keep you're gonna keep just a window of posting beautiful pictures without a kind of a, a meaning or a goal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, it. It's good. I mean, it's even good advice for me. Uh, you know, I, whenever someone comments or shares or tags me in something, it's always important for me to like comment back or, you know, write the picture and be, like give my advice because, or give my uh, praise of it because I, it's, people are taking the time out of the day to like connect with you. Like you should, like that, that's like free publicity for you. So you should be willing to like take the time to answer them, you know? So uh, I think it's cool. Um, so I guess what uh would you ever want to do a podcast for like humans of the kitchen? Or do you think that's something you would ever think about doing? I think I think it could be interesting, you know, because uh, since I start humans, I start I I, I have a, a bunch of people writing me from other places of the world, telling me like, hey, I want to share this story with you, and I don't even know where to put it you know and i feel bad they send me even they send me their pictures and to be sincere i want to keep the instagram as it is because it's been working so everything i post i want to keep it with my with my picture and you know my partner's picture mm-hmm. uh you know with the story written by by my other partner so uh we are three as as uh, I, I i don't know if i mentioned so the my other friend that is the photographer that is julian the, the professional photographer and the other the other person is Michael Kelsey he's 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 from Switzerland but half American and he's the copywriter uh, so you know like so we want to keep it like that in terms like that is being working but I feel now I have a I have like a, a, a bigger kind of responsibility of what I have built you know 
Yeah. And, you know, like I'm not called humans of the kitchen, Miami. I'm called humans of the kitchen. So there's people around the world that is sending me pictures, send me, sending me their stories. And, and I haven't know where to post them, what to do or where to put all, put all of this together. So definitely I've been thinking in an external channel where I can keep, you know, putting out these people there or, you know, talk about all these kind of interesting things that uh, happen during, during the process. So definitely I'm, I'm open for that, that possibility. Okay, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think it'd be cool, um, you know, to have you do a broadcast if you ever had the time because, A, I think it'd be cool for you to do it in English, but I really think it'd be cool for you to do it in Spanish because um, there's so many Spanish-speaking people who work in the kitchens in America. And I, I, for me, a big thing, you know, I, we've talked about this before, is I don't know Spanish, and I wish I did because I would do my shows in Spanish too because like, there's so many pe- cooks who are responsible for putting out this beautiful food, not only in just like smaller kitchens, but like, you know, like fine dining kitchens and they speak Spanish primarily. And there's, for me, there's a big audience that I'm not reaching because of my lack of having that, the knowledge to speak that language. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's so much room in the podcasting space for, um, someone who speaks both English and Spanish and who's able to connect to more than just English speaking cooks, if that makes sense. No, it makes sense 100%, you know, and I always heard about it, but, you know, like, and I've been, you know, in, like, in really three, four restaurants in my life, so, but after going to so many restaurants uh, here, and it's not only Miami, and I know, but as going to these different restaurants, they, you know, the immigrants are the, and the Spanish people talking are the majority of the people I always find in the kitchens. And, you know, I think uh, definitely uh, I want to give a voice to, to, to those cooks that are, you know, behind, uh, as you said, behind all of this effort and behind all of these dishes. For me, mm-hmm. it, would be, it would be great to, to have a section in the program. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, and yeah, we talked about it. Uh, so hopefully... Uh, we'll be able to integrate humans in the kitchen into line cook thoughts in a sense where you'll have a section of talking about the stories. Because like I said, I really, I really like love what you're doing and I read the posts and I, you know, I get so passionate about going into work the next day because it makes me excited that there's other people out there with their own goals and dreams and whatnot. So yeah, I mean, for everyone listening, we're, we're working on finding ways to incorporate the stories of the humans in the kitchen. So maybe we can do stuff for cooks outside of Miami, you know, like maybe we can do, maybe that's where those stories can go, a place in the podcast. So I think that would be kind of cool to, to work on and kind of gear towards. Um, no, that would be awesome. And you know, Ray, I think like uh, whatever we're doing, I think you're also doing it awesome and your, your podcasts are great. And I think like we are all, uh, trying to to give that uh, importance to the to this industry and to the people behind. So you know, like as as someone said, if you're doing it well, like why should we, you know, do it separate? We should we just should join forces and 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 keep doing this, you know, for the industry. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Um, I I totally agree. I think it's uh. 
it's it's going to be interesting how how it all plays out. Um, but like I said, there's so many. That's the thing. We have so much story, so many stories to tell. Like, there's never going to be a lack of conversation for food and whatnot. So, like I said, I'm excited for it all. Um, what uh, so you go in and you obviously you take uh, like photos and you get like the posts or you get the stories together. Um, what uh, like what 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 have been some of like the most I guess, inspiring things you've learned from doing Humans of the Kitchen. Like, what are some things that these cooks have taught you that you maybe you hadn't thought of before or haven't realized before? Yes, well, I think, like, it's, it's also the, a, I believe it's, like, the determination of, of each of each cook, you know, and and the and in the kitchens is so interesting what happens because I believe there's, like, there's a union of 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 so many things that are against each other in this world, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you find uh, immigrants from Venezuela with, you know, an American or Mexicans with Americans. You find, uh, you know, people from Syria that are, like, also, uh, like, uh, refugees. Um, and you find all of these crazy things coexisting in one space. Yeah. And... And it's it's incredible to see that happening, you know, and and see what happens in the in the TV, and seeing all this all this crazy shit and war and all these things going, and at the same time going out on a Friday night and seeing all these people working together, pu- putting beautiful food for everybody to enjoy, mm-hmm. and this is what is it has really 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 kind of break on me, and you know, keep doing this, you know, because. Like at the beginning, I was like, this is a great idea. And, but I saw myself doing other things kind of in life. And I was thinking this was, this was going to be a project that if it works, it works. And when I start seeing all of these and getting all these stories, uh, it just really gave me fuel, you know, and, and, and like a really north in, in my life that I think like, I want to keep doing this for, for life, you know, and, and, and seeing this. Hello? Yeah, you're all good. Oh, sorry, the computer turned off. So, you know, seeing this is, is really is really is really interesting. Uh that's that's one of the best things that that I have really that I have really seen and experienced uh, going through all these different kitchens. Okay. Awesome. That's good to hear. Uh so you know, before we like, you know, start to wrap it up, I want to know a little bit more about you. Like what are uh like who are some chefs you look up to? What's some food that's inspiring you right now? Like what kind of what do you like to what are you interested in in terms of food? Well, in terms of in terms of food, I I believe more is like right now I'm going more to the you know to the to what we're trying to do here and and I respect like uh, you know mostly of the chefs that are trying to do things here locally in Miami, you know. Uh, trying to support the farmers, as you said, and as we talked in the beginning, we we are kind of far away, you know, from from sometimes from from the nature and being in a big city, and and seeing chefs that you know are supporting, are, are doing this with seasonal foods, you know, doesn't matter, you know, what what type of cuisine they are using, uh, but they are trying to showcase and. And support what is 
what is available here. Uh, I think that's one of the that's one of the main things I I always support. If I see a restaurant that has that has this type of you know fresh ingredient or produce that is in season in in, in the menu, and I would like to go and see what's their interpretation of it. You know, for example, right now we are in mango season in Miami and a lot of people is doing things with mango. So I, I want to just look into, you know, chefs that I that I that I like here in Miami and see what they're doing with the mangoes and you know go and taste that appetizer, that salad, that dish, that sauce. Uh that's kind of what I'm uh, I'm, I'm into right now. Okay, that's cool. And then, like, chef-wise, like, celebrity, I guess, not celebrity chefs, and, like, I guess, like, famous chefs, who do you look up to in terms of that? Well, I, I like a lot uh, Massimo Otura, definitely, uh, as one of my first, you know, kitchen experience uh, in a real kitchen. I mean, like, a kind of fine dining was... Uh, in a in an Italian restaurant, and it's been the place that I have really traveled. I have gone to Italy uh, two times, and I'm going again in October. I'm going to a road trip, and I it, that that cuisine and that chef, you know, really inspires me because you know it's it's about all these you know crazy greens. You go to little towns in Italy from one town to the other one, and they feel proud. They feel proud about their cheese that they've been doing for years. They feel proud about their wine. And, you know, I love that, you know, they've been passing this tradition. They've been passing these recipes from family to family. And and this it just make it, makes it incredible. When I was doing the road trip, uh, you know, they just wanted to show you their products, their, what they have done. They are proud about uh, what they have accomplished. And and when you try that and, and you see that, you know, you see that passion in every product that these farmers and people put into it and you live next to each other or you kind of understand what they are doing, I think is, is one of the big steps of, you know, turning out, you know, into a huge, you know, good chef or a great restaurant uh, that really can interpret the passion that all these, you know, farmers and you know people are putting into these products to create the best you know final dish of course with creativity with touch and everything mm-hmm. so uh i believe he's one of the people i look up to and and right now in the industry okay awesome that's good to hear yeah that uh it's always for you know it's, it's great to have people like that that you look up to and that can inspire you so you know, cooks that have made it and that are leading the example for other cooks. Um, but yeah, so like I said, you know, like, thank you so much for coming on. I mean, this conversation has been great and you will be on more as we've talked about. Um, is there anything you want to leave uh, the audience in terms of like about humans in the kitchen or like maybe like, I don't know, any last message you want to say to everyone? No, well, thank you for having me, Ray. Like, uh, I, you know, I appreciate this a lot. <laughs> this is kind of my first time, uh, like in an interview, uh, at the at the beginning, I wasn't feeling like right because you know my English is not perfect, uh, but I, I'm I'm happy to you know to that that people like you or or other people in the industry are valuing uh, what we're doing as a team 
in in humans of the kitchen and you know i hope you guys keep keep tuned with it we're 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 launching the website soon uh uh we want to get more connected we want to get more stories not only from miami but from other places so whoever that wants to you know do something interesting or you know send me send us stuff you guys just write us dm us on humans of the kitchen and we can start a conversation awesome yeah that's great to hear um my last question how i end all my interviews is uh what does it mean to you now to be a uh, part of the wine cook nation a uh, group of cooks and chefs and people who are focused on sharing the stories uh, of you and other cooks and just trying to make um a more educated industry in terms of being aware of others i think this is great uh this channel is is is, is really amazing for uh, for all of us uh i feel i feel i feel really you know proud about what we've been doing and what we're keep you know what we're keep doing so so i'm glad to be part of this Awesome. And uh, before you leave, just uh, any Instagram, like if so your Instagram is humans of the kitchen. Um, where else you said they can find you on Facebook too. Yeah. Humans of the kitchen on Facebook and Instagram. All right. Awesome. Well, like I said, thank you so much for coming on. It means a ton. And uh, yeah, like I said, you'll be back on the podcast um, in the, like the weekly podcast, you know, talking about uh, some other stories. So I'm, ex- I'm looking forward to it all. Awesome, man. Thank you, Ray. Thank you for the opportunity and have a great day, okay? You too. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And there you have it, the interview with Beto from Humans of the Kitchen. Thank you all so much, and I'll see you on the next Line Cook Thoughts podcast.